When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin price wants to retest the 2017 all-time high near that 20K level. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis and quitting Plan B. My two Satoshis on the Bitcoin price, November 2022, of 15.5 was the bottom. Bitcoin has crossed the short-term hodler and will rise into the 2024 halving and subsequent 2025 bull market and goes on to predict 2024 halving will be $32,000 plus and the 2025 bull market will be greater than $100,000. Also breaking news. Gemini and Genesis both charged by the SEC with selling unregistered securities and the Winklevoss twins clap back. Well, at least Cameron and says that it's a super lame manufactured parking ticket. I'll be breaking down this saga. Also, Genesis owes over $3 billion in debt and the digital currency group weighs selling their venture portfolio assets. I'll be breaking down this latest report. Also in today's show, Miss Universe contestant represents El Salvador with Bitcoin inspired costume looking sexy is all hell. Also in today's show, I asked chat GPT Bitcoin's price prediction and it gave me a wonderful answer. And if you're not familiar with chat GPT, check it out. The time it took to hit a million users. Facebook was two years. Instagram, two years. Pinterest, five months. Angry Birds, 34 days. And chat GPT, only five days. I'll be breaking this down for you. And we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone tuning in to today's live show of Crypto News Alerts podcast episode number 1162. Today is January 13th. I'm your host, JV. I want to give a special shout out to Digital Dankness for my first $50 super chat contribution. Also, massive shout out to Michael Volkman and everyone who has been contributing as I greatly appreciate that. But let's dive right into today's crypto market watch. As you can see, Bitcoin is still up another 6% for the day, trading above of $19,000 in the forest screen. We have Ether up 2.5%, trading above $1,400. While as you can see, most of the major cryptos are pumping and in the green as the market cap continues to climb. As you can see here on coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap sitting at $915 billion. I'd love for us to get back above that critical psychological resistance of a $1 trillion market cap. And the current 24-hour volume is $53 billion, with the Bitcoin dominance on the rise now at 40.5%, with the Ether dominance at 19%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Aptos leading the pack up 33%, trading at $6.8 
81 cents, followed by Optimism up 21%, trading at $1.54, followed by Phantom up 16%, trading just above 29 cents. Below that, we have Frax Shares, followed by Decentraland and the Sandbox. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, APT up a whopping 87%, OP up 52%, FTT, the native token of the FTX exchange is even up 52%, Lido Dow up 53%. And as you can see, massive gains for the entire altcoin market, minus Flare token down 44%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, you can see we're currently rated a 31 in fear, yesterday a 30, last week a 26, and last month a 30 in fear. So there you have it. And now for the million dollar question, how many of you think this bullish price action we're witnessing right now is a bull trap. Let me know in the comments right down below. And how many of you think that the bottom is already in at 15.7? I'd love to know your thoughts. And towards the end of the show, we'll be doing the live Q&A and I'll read all of your answers out loud and we will be discussing it. With that being shared, let's now dive into the latest Bitcoin technical analysis and check out these charts. Bitcoin stayed near 19,000 at the January 13th Wall Street Open as traders hoped a week of swift gains would stick. And right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one day candle chart looking bullish is all hell. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin crisscrossing the 19,000 mark as the U.S. equities began trading. Uh, Bitcoin rapidly took out the sell-side liquidity overnight, gapping higher to what on-chain analytics resource material indicators forecast could be a recess of the $20,000 mark. We're not too far. Quitting them here. Seems like Bitcoin is setting up for a retest of resistance at the 2017 top. Whether we see a bonafide breakout or a fakeout remains to be seen. Time for patience and discipline. Sage advice in an accompanying snapshot of the Binance order book confirmed the bulls had broken through multiple seawalls, uh, cell walls, my bad. Things just got interesting. Material indicators added in the comments on the chart. Characteristic of the current climate, others remain firmly risk off on the Bitcoin despite the year-to-date gains approaching now 20%. And among them was popular crypto trader uh, Crypto Capo, who in his classic style described the current price action as one of the biggest bull traps he has ever seen. Quoting him here, bullish euphoria is real and the price is still below 20,000. Now Mikhail Bande Pop chimed in and said, funny though, if you look at social media, it's bull euphoria. If you watch the chart, you have to zoom out a lot to see the entire chart. Bitcoin is still negative $50,000 from 15 months ago. Now check it. Regardless of its staying power, the Bitcoin recent surge higher contrasts strongly with the distinct absence of volatility witnessed since the FTX implosion of early November. For on-chain analytics firm Glassnode, such behavior was arguably due to a shakeup sooner rather than later, especially given its persistence through the 2022 yearly candle close. Quoting the week on chain here, the 2022-2023 holiday period had been historically quiet and it is rare for such conditions to stick around for long. Past occasions where Bitcoin and ETH volatility was this low have preceded extremely volatile market environments with past examples trading both higher and lower. Now calling the phenomenon a volatility slumber, Glassnode added that the on-chain activity for the two majors remains extremely weak despite the short-term bump following FTX. Using both on-chain activity and realized cap drawdowns, it is safe to say that the excess of the second half of 2021 has been largely expelled from the system, it concluded.
concluded, this process has been painful for investors, however, has brought market valuations closer to their underlying fundamentals. So there you have it. And now quoting Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock the flow model he shared yesterday, my two Satoshis on the Bitcoin price, November 2022 low of 15.5 was the bottom. So he's ultimately saying that the bottom is already in. Bitcoin has crossed the short-term hodler and will rise into the 2024 halving and subsequent 2025 bull market. Several on-chain signals confirm the short-term hodler signal. 2024 halving will be greater than $32,000 and the 2025 bull market will be greater than $100,000. Let me know if you agree or disagree and checking out some of the responses. Someone wrote here, 1 million is a bull market. 100,000 is a comfort blanket. Plan B responded. In fact, I think the bull market range will be a hundred to a million dollars, but many people don't understand the wide margins or the volatility that creates them. So I pinned it at the Indeed comfortable $100,000. So there you have it. Plan B is ultimately saying 2025, the year following the halving, we're likely to exceed to see a range for the Bitcoin price action between 100,000 and a million dollars. Now, obviously, that is a huge factor and a huge spread, but let me know if you agree or disagree with uh, Plan B. With that being shared, now for the latest of what's going on, the SEC officially charges uh, Gemini as well as, uh, as you can see here, uh, Genesis with selling unregistered securities. So let's break this down. The US SEC on January 12th charged crypto lending firm Genesis Global and crypto exchange Gemini with offering unregistered securities to their Gemini Earn program. December 20th, Genesis, the subsidiary of crypto conglomerate Digital Currency Group, entered into a deal with Gemini to offer the exchange's customers the yield-bearing crypto product. This was launched back in February of 2021, and under the agreement, Gemini customers could loan their crypto to Genesis under the promise that the latter would repay the loan with interest. Genesis had full control over how it would earn a yield to repay Gemini creditors. It all started here by this tweet by Gary Gensler. We, SEC, charge Genesis and Gemini for the unregistered offer and sale of crypto asset securities through Gemini Earn. Now, crypto intermediaries need to comply with our security laws. This protects investors. Sure it does. It promotes trust in the markets. Sure it does. It's not optional. It's the law. Now, check it. In the statement, the SEC said its complaint alleges that Gemini Earn program constitutes and offers the sale of securities and should have been registered with the commission Quoting him here, we allege that Genesis and Gemini offered unregistered securities to the public, bypassing disclosure requirements designed to protect investors. Gensler added the charges built on previous actions to make clear to the marketplace and the investing public that crypto lending platforms and other intermediaries need to comply with our time-tested security laws. It is not optional. It is the law. Now, November 10th, 2022, Genesis revealed it had around $175 million worth of funds stuck on FTX as the crypto exchange faced a liquidity crisis. The same day, DCD sent Genesis $140 million in an attempt to strengthen its balance sheet. It wasn't enough, obviously. And on November 16th, Genesis suspended the withdrawal, citing unprecedented market turmoil. Then Gemini co-founder Cameron Winklevoss has since claimed that Genesis and DCG owe $900 million to the Gemini clients. And in a January 10th open letter from the Winklevoss, he claim more than 340,000 users were a part of the Gemini Earn program, which was officially shut down January 8th. Now, the SEC said it is investigating other security law violations from other entities relating to the Gemini Earn program. The SEC's complaint was filed with the U.S. District Court for the Southern 
District of New York. So the SEC continues their crypto crackdown. Now, why this is so outrageous, they didn't even notify the Winklevoss twins or anyone. They made it public first via crypto Twitter, as Gary Gensler shared uh, on Twitter, as I pointed out, which is kind of lame to say the least. So here is the Winklevoss response to the SEC uh, claims, which is very uh, fascinating. So let's break this down. Here we go. Winklevoss slams SEC charges against Gemini as a super lame manufactured parking ticket. Tyler Winklevoss, the co-founder of the exchange Gemini, has hit out the regulator charging the exchange over issuing unregistered securities, calling the allegations super lame and a manufactured parking ticket. In a series of tweets, January 12th, Winklevoss shared his disappointment about the charges by the SEC over Gemini's earn program, claiming the regulator was optimizing for political points. Let's actually check out this thread by Tyler Winklevoss. Uh, from the Wrinklevoss twins, number one, it's disappointing that the SEC chose to file an action today as Gemini and other creditors are working hard together to recover the funds. This action does nothing to further our efforts and to help earn users get their assets back. Their behavior is totally counterproductive. As a matter of background, the EARN program was regulated by the NYDFs, and we have been in discussions with the SEC about the EARN program for more than 17 months. They never raised the prospect of any enforcement action until after Genesis paused withdrawals November 16th. Despite these ongoing conversations, the SEC chose to announce their lawsuit to the press before notifying us. Super lame. It's unfortunate that they are optimizing their political points instead of helping us advance the cause of 340,000 earn users and other creditors. We look forward to defending ourselves against this manufactured parking ticket, and we will make sure this doesn't distract us from the important recovery work we are doing, number five. But seriously, what is the point or urgency here? The earn program has been shut down for almost two months for the avoidance of doubt. Gemini has always worked hard to comply with all relevant laws and regulations. Any suggestions to the contrary is unsupported by the facts. So as you can see, he is going hard against the SEC with, uh, as he should, right? Gemini's earned product launched in February of 2021 and officially ran until January 8th. A deal with the crypto lender and the digital currency group, subsidiary Genesis, allowed Gemini users to earn yield by lending their crypto to the market, making firm. And I'm curious how many of you have ever used the Gemini earned program? Let me know in the comments. Hopefully none of you. Now, in early November, Genesis revealed it had roughly 175 million stuck in the now bankrupt FTX exchange. DCG sent 140 million to the firm in an attempt to shore up its balance sheet. By November 16th, Genesis suspended withdrawals, citing the FTX bankruptcy. Genesis currently owes 340,000 Gemini earned users $900 million, according to the open letters. Now, Tyler Winklevoss stated Gemini would defend itself against the unregistered security charges and would make sure this doesn't distract us from the important recovery work. We are doing. So there you have it. Let me know who you stand with, the SEC or the Winklevoss twins or Genesis. Who is to blame? I personally think that being the regulators were working with the Winklevoss twins for the past 17 months, they should have probably said something instead of just uh, going out on social media, calling them out and making it more difficult for the 340,000 investor victims to recover the funds that they lost. So is the SEC really here to protect investors? Let me know your honest thoughts uh, in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. We're going to be discussing Genesis along with their $3 billion in debt. 
According to this report, the new report claims that the parent company of the crypto broker Genesis is considering selling venture capital assets to pay back the creditors with Genesis more than $3 billion in debt currently. The Financial Times reports that the digital currency group is mulling selling parts of their venture capital holdings worth up to a half a billion dollars to help make up the difference. Quoting them here, DCG, a conglomerate that controls crypto media outlet Coindesk and investment manager Grayscale, is seeking to raise fresh cash after its Genesis unit was wrong-footed in November by the collapse of FTX. As part of its efforts, DCG is considering offloading parts of its venture capital holdings, which include 200 crypto-related projects such as exchanges, banks, and custodians in at least 35 countries, and is worth about a half a billion dollars, according to people familiar with the matter. Now, DCG and Genesis have both declined to officially comment on the report. The Financial Times story cites anonymous sources familiar with the matter. Genesis halted customer withdrawals in November of 2022 when it was caught up in the collateral damage of the FTX implosion and over the past two weeks, Gemini founder Cameron Winklevoss has written two open letters blaming DCG founder Barry Silbert for the collapse of the Gemini Earn program, which was powered by Genesis. Under the Earn program, Gemini partnered with Genesis to provide traders with up to 8% returns on their holdings. However, earlier this month, Genesis announced that FTX collapse greatly affected its finances and could no longer pay out investors of Gemini Earn's program. In response to Winklevoss's most recent open letter, asking the DCG board to fire Silbert, the DCG Twitter account defended Silbert and their group, quitting them here. This is another desperate and unconstructive publicity stunt from the Winklevoss to deflect blame from himself and Gemini, who are solely responsible for operating the Gemini Earn and marketing the program to its customers. We are preserving all legal remedies in response to these malicious, fake, and defamatory attacks. DCG will continue to engage in productive dialogue with Genesis and its creditors with the goal of arriving at a solution that works for all parties. And two days ago, Silbert responded to the Gemini founder in a letter to DCG shareholders. And in the letter, Silbert asserted that the past year has been the most difficult one of his life personally and professionally, quoting Barry Silbert, bad actors and repeated blowups have wrecked havoc on our industry with ripple effects extending far and wide. Although DCG, our subsidiaries and many of our portfolio companies are not immune to the effects of the present turmoil, it has been challenging to have my integrity and good intentions questioned after spending a decade pouring everything into this company and the space within unrelenting focus on doing things the right way. So there you have it. How do you think this will likely uh, play out? And do you think any of the Gemini Earn victims will likely get their funds recovered? Or do you think the blame will just be washed away through the, the legal system and the SEC will just charge massive fines to Genesis as well as the Winklevoss Twins uh, exchange Gemini. Let me know how you feel this is likely to play out. I'll be keeping you posted with the latest updates. Now let's discuss one of the sexiest things I've ever seen in my life and that's Miss Universe from El Salvador. That's right. Check this out. Actress and model Alejandra Guajardo represented El Salvador in the preliminary competition of the Miss Universe 2022 pageant by wearing a costume featuring Bitcoin during her walk across the stage. Let's actually show you the million dollar walk right here. Here we go. And I'm going to be giving you commentary as we watch. First and foremost, she is absolutely beautiful. Um, to say the least, I'm going to shut down the volume just so I can keep uh, talking here, as you can see. Uh, yeah, she is phenomenal. And what makes her even more sexier is what she represents. She's showing you basically the, uh, the history of currency in her country. And as you can see, you can see the Bitcoin symbol there as Bitcoin is 
legal tender in El Salvador. Massive news, as I shared yesterday as well. The Bitcoin bonds are coming uh, from the volcano energy, thermo, what is that called? Hydrothermal energy. So this is going to be pretty sweet. But yeah, I thought this was uh, pretty cool. So I wanted to show you her just in case you didn't uh, get to see it. In a January 12th post on her Instagram account, tagging Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele, she shows herself walking gracefully with a giant cologne, one of the country's accepted currencies until 2001, strapped on her back and adorned with cocoa beans. In her right hand, the pageant testant uh, uh, carries a staff top with a large physical Bitcoin. This looks like it represents El Salvador's history of currency, said the Miss Universe announcer. For a long time, cocoa was used, and then the colon, if I'm pronouncing this right, until it was replaced by the U.S. dollar. And then in 2021, El Salvador became the first country in the world to use Bitcoin as the legal tender. You don't need a sash to walk around and dress as cash. Now, uh, plastic artist Forinsco Guerrero designed the currency suit with Bitcoin at the front, possibly representing the future of currency in El Salvador. It's unclear whether the government or Bukele may have had the role in promoting the crypto to a global audience. Well, we know. Uh, shout out to uh Bukele. Bukele uses Twitter account to report several Bitcoin buys following El Salvador's adoption of the crypto asset as legal tender in September of 2021. And could it be, could she be the one responsible for the massive pump? Well, I think it is a combination of things, but I also think what they're doing currently in El Salvador played a great role, as Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert pointed out. As part of the pageant format, 16 semifinalists will be advancing following the preliminary competition. These are contestants representing 84 countries in the 2022 event. Guajardo's walk across the New Orleans stage followed El Salvador's legislature approving a bill, approving a bill aimed at providing the framework for Bitcoin-backed bonds. Pro-crypto lawmakers in the country proposed using such bonds to pay down sovereign debt and fund the construction of the volcano powered bitcoin city bitcoin city let's freaking go so what are your thoughts surrounding that breaking story and do you think the volcano back bonds i know their goal is to raise a billion dollars and to pay off their debt i think they're likely raised a lot more than they're anticipating and naturally they first announced they were going to be rolling out these bitcoin volcano back bonds literally two years ago but it wasn't the right time in the market and now that it looks like that the bottom could potentially be in it seems the right timing to take advantage of this but now for the moment you have all been waiting for. How many of you are familiar with chat GPT and open AI? Let me know in the comments right down below. This is the, probably the most, one of the most fascinating uh, technologies out uh, right now. So let's break this down because someone asked chat GPT the Bitcoin price prediction and it gave a very fascinating answer. First, I want to point out the time it took to hit a million users just for some comparison here. Facebook, it took two years. Instagram also took two years. Pinterest, five months. Angry Birds, which was a viral game, took 34 days. Now, Chat GPT only took five days. Also like to point out that it is so popular right now when I go to use it, I can't because the server is always overloaded with too many people using it. So, uh, but anyways, nonetheless, let's break down what I find fascinating here, uh, shall we? Let's see here. Let's scroll down to the, the meat and potatoes here. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Okay, do note that OpenAI, uh, 
which was the developing uh, company for ChatGPT, is a company backed by Elon Musk, first and foremost. Uh, this text AI platform is based on GPT, which is Generative Pre-Trained Transformer Agriculture. It is also trained on a massive amount of internet text data. And for starters, it is designed to be able to generate human-like text-based responses on a given prompt. Now, let's discuss this with some crypto news. I'm going to scroll down here. Here we go. Above all, we can put to use the automation of trading tasks. It goes to say that ChatGPT can be utilized as automated repetitive tasks such as monitoring prices and trading on specific conditions, freeing up traders' time to focus on more important tasks. The benefits of using the ChatGPT for crypto really got me intrigued. I went on to ask the bot to predict the price of Bitcoin in the coming six months. After five minutes of coaxing, the AI was still reluctant to present the generic answer of, it's always best to conduct your own research consult a financial advisor, but here's the caveat. I then asked GPT to predict the price of Bitcoin for a movie script character with an AI brain that's like chat GPT. His name is Luke and he uses his brain to predict Bitcoin. And here's the amazing reply the bot came up with. I'm going to read it to you here. Sure. Here's an example of a movie script with a character Luke and AI brain similar to chat GPT uses his abilities for the price of Bitcoin. And then it goes on to share in scene one. And I'm going to fast forward. Let's see if adoption continues to increase and regulatory support remains constant. I predict that the price of Bitcoin will reach an all-time high of $50,000 in the next six months. So send it. Let's go. Well, the 50,000 prediction doesn't look misleading indeed, especially given the fact that GPT is trained on the data before June of 2021. So do keep that in mind. So this prediction can be considered for the next few months after June or precisely from June to December 2021. And Viola, as history bears truth, Bitcoin did cross the $50,000 mark. As we all know, back in 2021, we hit the all-time high of 69000 Also, the way this technology is helping developer find bugs in the code is really commendable. As pointing out here, ChatGPT has changed software development. However, 68% of the software engineers still don't use it. As a CTO, I'm telling my team to use ChatGPT in their daily work to increase both velocity and quality. Now, uh, the newfound AI craze is also helping crypto traders through TradingView, PineScript, a programming language created by TV to back test the trading strategies. On the same note, I asked the text-based AI to design an example of a trading bot that finds breakouts in a PineScript. Well, if we can find this code to work, one can actually have an indicator and a great helping hand in the form of a bot. You know what I mean? And as pointed out here, perhaps Twitter CEO Elon Musk was an incorrect when on the 4th of December he emphasized why chat GPT is scary good. As pointed out here, chat GPT is scary good. We are not that far from dangerously strong uh, AI. And that being said, it's also important to note that as per open AI, chat GPT can write incorrect info or info that does not make sense, even though it may sound plausible. So as pointed out, very interesting to say the least. And there is a lot more questions that we asked uh, chat GPT. And I'm going to include this article resource in the show notes below the video in the description so you can reference it yourself and check it out. And the, maybe about a half a dozen times, I personally try to use ChatGPT. Every time I try to use it, it says the server is overloaded due to the millions of people trying to access it and use it. There's also a lot of rumors of 
uh, children in school, like high school, college, using this to write papers and essays and things like that, which is kind of hilarious. I mean, where was this technology when I was in school? I could have absolutely put it to use. But with that being shared, it is very interesting to say the least that it came up with a $50,000 Bitcoin price. And lo and behold, we all know the current all-time high is around $69,000. And so do you think that chat GPT will likely be correct? And within the next six months, we can realistically see. And don't forget to check out Crypto News alerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.